shot of winning. We can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday. Welcome back for another Saturday morning where I'm Matt and Gus. It's an afternoon for you. This is the NYJ Atlantic Flight Podcast. I'm your host, Italy Jet, and my co-host, Gus. Gus, how you doing? I'm here, and you're right. It is. It's the afternoon. The Premier League has just finished. Your guys have lost 4-0. I don't know what my guys have done because I've been out with my son, who turns 18 to Monday. Monday turns 18. Monday. Happy birthday to your son. That is yeah. a dangerous age. And 18. I hope, I, hope I, I wish him the best of luck in his um, 18th year. And he wears Jets hats more than I do, so. Oh, well, ain't that a push. Isn't, isn't it? Push. Isn't it? So, how are you doing, my friend? Man, I've been dealing with some health stuff this week. I'm just trying to get back on track because I'm going out to dinner tonight and um, I want to eat what I want. So, we'll oh see what God. happens. We'll see yeah. what happens tonight. But we have a lot to talk about. We're about to play a uh, Robert Sala clip. And we uh, we'll start talking about it. Gus, here you go. Right, my dog's just going crackers again for the second week in a row. I don't know if you can hear all this. He's wiping his face on the rug, which is awesome because he's just been fed. Anyway, <laughs> no cheers, Merlin. Well, he watches Gets <laughs> games with me. So, anyway, no Wi-Fi issues yet. Anyway. So I'm going to start on a kick this off. We'll get on because we do it every week for the last, what feels like 150 years, talking about Rogers and Carr, because we are not there yet. But I'm going to kick this off with Mekki Beckton. Okay. Mekki Beckton. We've all seen the pictures of him on the Twitter. And usually they're daily and asking us if we've done our workout. This dude is looking as fit as I've ever seen him. I can only assume once training camp starts, whoever is lined up opposite, opposite him is going to feel the full force of two years of not playing football. And I really can't wait to see who that's going to be. Do you remember the matchup we had last year? It was Carl Lawson, and Carl Lawson absolutely dominated him. But now we're looking down at a slim Mecky Beckton, who, before he lost all this weight, was still fairly nimble and agile on his feet. So I'm expecting a super quick Mekki Beckton. And if um, Lawson is on the team next year, I think it's going to be a different situation because he was he was killing him, wasn't he? We all remember that. Oh, yeah. That was awful. But the issue I've got is this. Dwayne Brown, who played through, I think it was a torn rotator cuff all season, mm-hmm. he is still on roster. Now, this guy can only play left tackle. Yeah, he but won. he had a successful successful sur- surgery. And he whoever did. we get back at quarterback, I think he'll come back maybe. Well, this is the thing. Well, they're hoping that he comes back. And this is the, this is the problem I've got with it, is despite him being a good left tackle, he did lose, lose a bit of pace last year. Now, whether that's down to his torn rotator cuff, just because it's not nothing to do with his feet doesn't mean to say that it's not going to make him lose pace because it is a goddamn awful painful thing to have but he had lost the pace now if he loses another half a step being a left tackle whoever's at quarterback is going to be feeling it and we can't move him anywhere else and at the moment he's being talked about is hopefully quoting here is being on roster 
but we're also getting Mekki Beckton back, who can play right tackle or left tackle. But Mekki Beckton, in my opinion, he is built for left tackle. You have to play your best player at left tackle on the on the O-line. You have to. You can't be putting Mekki Beckton at right tackle when Dwayne Brown isn't the best left tackle on the team. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's going through my head at the moment. So okay. What it, um, I think for me, Beckton, yeah, it looks phenomenal. You know, I, I hope and wish him the best of luck uh, throughout the whole training camp and OTAs and everything he's got to do. He looks phenomenal. He looks great. Coming from Louisville, he didn't really have any injuries. And he started with us, played a few games, did well, and then he had his injuries. And then I didn't think the Jets did a really good job with his health and the no, coaching staff as well and how they handled it. But honestly, I mean, a lot of it is on, is on Becton too. He did a crash diet; it doesn't work. My my co- my other co-host Liam ex- it says says it doesn't work. He's dealt with it before, and it just it just it just made him look worse. So I think now whatever diet he's on now, it's working. It looks nice. He looks shredded. He looks lean. He looks ready to go, and he's putting all that positive energy out. Hey, did you work out today? I love seeing that from yeah. Becton. But here's the thing. You still have a job to do. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I know everybody believes in him, and I wish him the best of luck with that. But the thing about Dwayne Brown is, now I'm going to talk about this, is, you know, he was one of our solid guys. He did he did well the few, first few games. I know the last few games he wasn't as strong. But overall, he played with an injury last year. He didn't want to have surgery. He had a successful sh- surgery now. And he's not the type of guy that's going to let things lean. I, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's going to come back. And 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 I think overall, I can kind of see him having a bounce back year to give it one more go, whoever is at quarterback for us, whether it's Rodgers, Carr, or really anybody else. So I just really hope that whatever happens with Dwayne Brown, that his health is there. If his health is not there, then I wouldn't then I wouldn't bring him back. But the thing is that's eleven million. That's ten to eleven million in cap right now. So that's how I feel. So you wouldn't bring Beckton back? Well, I mean you still got that we still got a fifth year option, but the thing yeah. is like you just gotta battle battle it out. But you gotta also pick up someone. We need to get a center. We need to get another tackle. Um I wouldn't even be opposed to bringing back LDT. He didn't do that well, but I like his veteran presence. Just get freaking Feeney out of here, right? Well, God's I mean, sakes. I, I would, I would bring Herbig back over LDT. Oh, oh for sure. But you gotta. Okay. But but here's the thing about that, Gus, and it's what you gotta remember. We had the most offensive, offensive, our whole offensive line injuries more the year before. I mean, the last three years and this year. It's been really bad for the Jets' O-line. I want more backups than before. I think J.D. Uh-huh. did pretty well getting whatever he could. Because even though they did rely on Becton, right? They relied too much on Becton. Then he gets injured out for the whole year. Then he's got to spend money on getting um, on getting um, Dwayne Brown against Cedric. Then getting LDT. Herbig goes into that role. I say crowd that O-line room as much as you can because you never know with these injuries, man. Tucker is coming back. Herbig's coming back. 
They need to stop moving players around as well. We had Fan going from left tackle to right tackle. We had oh, Beckford going from that. left tackle to right tackle. We've got a larger Vera Tucker doing every single position in the flipping world and being water boy and general manager. It was all over the place. Stop moving them around. Get them dedicated into a position because I don't think that's helped either. And I just want to go back to um, Beckton a little bit because I'm not sure a lot of people realise this. When Beckton picked up, let's establish this first as well. Both the injuries yeah. that Beckton got were freak injuries. It wasn't anything to do with what he'd done. It was things yeah. that happened to him. When he got the first injury, the doctors said, if this isn't 100% healed up, this is what kind of injury that may happen if he's not 100% healed up. And the injury that happened, which escapes me at this moment, is exactly what the doctors said. He said, this is the kind of injury that will happen. And it happened. And when it happened in training camp, and, in, and the, absolutely the training staff were at fault for this, because I can remember the video of Beckton on the floor looking up and the conversation seemed to be along the lines of, you know, I'm hurt. And then they still let him carry on or I say let him or made him or what have you. But he wasn't pulled from practice there and then. And then it exacerbated the whole injury. And now fast forward, he's off two years. Right. But that doctor at that point did warn that if he's not 100% healed up, so in other words, he got rushed back into training camp sooner than right. he should have done. Right. Whether or not that some of that was on Beckton, are you fit enough? But the doctors, that's what they're paid for. They're paid to right. make partial um, judgments and it didn't happen. And you're right, th th this O-line has been absolutely decimated. We've been through five left tackles last mm. year, which is just unheard of why we've got this injury problem I just do not know but I don't think that it helps rotating these players all the time stick a left tackle at left tackle stick a right tackle at right tackle left guard right guard centre let's keep them there let's stop rotating them because it can't be a good thing it's 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 writing left-handed to suddenly writing right-handed and then writing left-handed all over again you're going to make mistakes it can't help I, I and overall, you you're correct, but for me, the way I look at this Beckton and, and Sala, and the way I look at the training staff and doctor, I think, I think it was kind of like a wake up call. I think for everybody when he got injured, because I think that's why they protected so many players after that, because you would think some of these players that came back, like they would come back. Like on defense, when we had the injuries on offense, we had the injuries. They didn't. They didn't do that. They made sure that they were ready. Mm. They made sure that they that they gave it like an extra week. After that whole Beckton thing, the way that they handled that, they handled everything else so good. Especially when it came to the trade dramas. Um, especially when it came to Quinnen's injury. Especially when it came to. Um, was the other guy that was on defense that was injured so uh joiner joiner got injured how uh, no reed reed got injured as well and then joiner so it's like they've handled a lot of stuff really well mm -hmm. especially sala after the whole beckton thing because it was definitely a wake-up call but you're right once that tip that that type of injury definitely hits it's got to be fully healed but i think it was kind of beckton and sala I think Salah, I think Beckton wanted to come back because he just wanted to prove. And I think yeah. everybody, everything was in his head. He's having a baby. You know, people are yeah. doubting him. 
Like, it, 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 when you're an athlete and when you have all that stuff facing you, I mean, I would want to hurry up and come back. Of course you do. They're but, football players. They do it because yeah. they love it. <laughs> and not only that, and but not only that, though, Gus, they're getting paid money. That's your oh, money. Yeah. That's your money. So it's, I understand, but but still, I think overall, it just didn't get handled right. And now they're going to handle it well again. I have 100% confidence that it will be handled better this go around than than last year because we're turning the new leaf we've got i mean people forget this we've got a first time gm because he is a first time gm we've got a first time head coach they're going to hit bumps along the road and we all and one of the biggest bumps they hit was how they handled zach that is just oh yeah terrible i mean and and, and And they didn't even want him they didn't even want him I said they wanted to keep Donald. Hey, exactly. Jesus, what the hell? But um, you're absolutely right. This um, O line before we get anything sorted out with a quarterback, yeah. they need to have a plan A in place because whoever it is, Carr or Rogers or other, they need to be telling Rogers or Carr, this is the plan that we've got for the O line. We've got so and so that we're going to pick up in free agency. Da-da-da. Personally, I don't think we're going to get any starters coming out of free agency because there just aren't those kind of players available. And at the price that we'll talking be about quarterback, that at, at lineman, gotcha. Okay. But um, I, I, as as you alluded to earlier on, I think we are going to draft a centre, and I'm damn sure we're going to be drafting at least one tackle. I would think yeah. that we'll be drafting someone that can play swing tackle. I think that's going to be essential. Um, I'm looking at that Georgia guy, Georgia that... and um, Georgia and uh, Ohio State. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I love those guys. Is that Broderick? Broderick Jones? Is that? Oh man, freak! Just a massive body. Yeah, Broderick is, Jones. Yeah, he is a beast. He might make Beckton look small. But he, <laughs> I, he, he is. He's going to make Beckton look small. <laughs> that tiny kid over there playing left tackle. <laughs> But uh, we need to get back on the, the main, the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which is quarterback again. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We, we've got to talk about it because. How many times are we going to talk about this, too? <laughs> until it stops bugging. I know. I know. I know. You're right. Uh, anyway, I'm bored like everybody else is talking about this, but. <laughs> It is what it is, and I totally understand <laughs> why why the parties involved are taking their sweet time. Everyone seems to think that the first domino to fall will be Aaron Rodgers. Eh, eh. I've got to disagree because I think oh, okay. it's going to be Derek Carr because he stipulated um, a couple of weeks back, which seems yeah. like three hundred years ago, that he wants to be on a team the week before free agency starts so he yeah. can help in recruiting. Right. which is an awesome thing to say i love that that's team first guy i love that oh my god i've, I've got my hand on my heart yeah you're, you're my man so that's going to be around the 9th of march so sometime next week Derek carr will be making or has will have made his decision aaron rogers on the other hand has probably come come out on the pack mcafee show which is slowly grating my gears. Oh, I don't know what it is about Pat McAfee, but there's something about him which just annoys the oh yeah, SH1T out of me. And he said he doesn't want to hang it out 
he, he, he wants to make a decision sooner rather than later. So then he goes, I'll make a decision in a couple of weeks. Aaron, that's hanging it out, man. That's not making up your decision. That's stringing it along. So this time next week, Derek Carr is going to have made his decision because he wants to be on that team. And he said so, and I believe him. And unless Aaron Rodgers is going to suddenly backpedal, that is going to be the first domino that falls. And a lot of people are saying that Derek Carr is going to be waiting for Aaron Rodgers because he wants to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to get paid. Mm. I think Derek Carr is more of a baller than we think he is. And I think winning, which Aaron Rodgers has already done, I think Derek Carr also wants to win. It worries me the the Saints have now got all this cap room um, sorted out now. They they are in more of a... They're in more of a, a, a position to make Carr the offer. But interestingly, I think it was last week we said that Derek Carr was looking for about 35 mil, which everyone was going, yeah, yeah, well, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, rumour has it now. uh, I can't remember the reason why, but they reckon that Carr will command somewhere in the region of between 25 to 28 now. I think it's because there's just just not the the market for him. So that's going to be interesting. Right. So... Uh, I think getting back to Rogers just for the second. Okay. I I I still think that Rogers is going to retire. Really? I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. He's been with Packers for what eighteen years, and he's debating whether he wants to play on or not he still hasn't made up his mind whether he wants to play on let alone and this is he i'm pretty sure he wants to stay in green bay but obviously there's been this back and forth between green bay and rogers and obviously things have been said in the background which we're not privy to Mm -hmm. but there obviously there's some bad feeling between the two and it's 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 a bit like a boyfriend and girlfriend that have had a breakup and they both want to get back together again or do they one wants to get back more than the other but no one wants to make the first kiss and kiss and make up move but i think that in this case the girlfriend green bay has got another boyfriend in mind in uh, jordan love and you love interest so <laughs> I, 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 I think I think that Green Bay really wants to move on and go with yeah. Jordan Love, but they I don't agree. know how to get rid of the problem, the Hall of Famer, the MVP that they've got on their books, who's still on their books for two years. Right. So that's where the problem is. But I think Rogers wants to stay. And I get the impression if he can't do one more year and ride off into the Green Bay sunset with all his fans singing his praises and bowing down to him, which is what I think he was, he's got this massive ego. That's what he wants. He wants the adulation of game 17 going into the playoffs, one last hurrah. He wants the adulation of those fans in Green Bay. He doesn't want that in New York or anywhere else. And apparently uh, Miami are now throwing their little tiny hat into the ring so we'll see how that goes which could make sense because we've been there before haven't we a oh, player and everything in Miami huh? comes into play nice warm weather in Florida tax free mm, what's not to love so and who knows Rogers might fancy a little bit of Miami I, I think Tua is done 
I think if he values his um, health, I think he should quit. Uh, really? okay. Knowing people, I've had concussions as a player. Oh yeah, and, me too. And, and the more concussions you get, the easier it is to get more concussions. It's as simple as that. They yeah. take a long time to get over. And sometimes, Thanks. yeah, not this, not months. We're talking years sometimes. Uh, so I think for his own safety, I, oh, I yeah. think that he should quit playing, which is sad because he's a good player. And as much as I hate Miami, Miami were looking really, really good. And I'll eat humble pie. I didn't think he had it in him. I thought he was a noodle arm. And he looked, they, they, the Miami Dolphins looked really good with Tua at quarterback last year. Really, nice. really super impressed. And if nice. he does finish playing, it's a sad day. Uh, the league needs to do more with this um, concussion protocol. They need to protect players. This, this is not optional. They need to protect players. But uh, hey, before we went on air, I said I had something to play to you. I want you to listen to this. And okay. I want you to tell me what you think is going on here. This is the press conference yesterday from Robert Sala. Zoom, where does that leave Zach in terms of the Jets like two years down the road? Like what's his future then? Um, you know, that's a good question, question Rich. It's, uh, you can't look at it that way. Um, you guys know me, it's stay in the moment and try to do everything we can to help everyone get better, be the best version of themselves they can be. So whether you know, we, we bring in a guy who's in his early 30s and you know he's going to be here for a while. You the, the focus is to just help him get better as best as he can. And if it's if if his best gets to be showcased here as a New York Jet, awesome. If not, it's still awesome because that all we want is what's best for him and uh, his development. No different than any other player on our roster. Uh, it's our job to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help them find ways to reach their max potential as coaches and that their job is to continue to push the envelope and finding finding players who can continue to maintain that standard so so to answer your question i don't have it for two years from now i don't, I don't know what that means i just know our focus is to try to help him get as he can well wow that's a big hit <laughs> that's interesting don't you think that's interesting oh cheers bob you can go now thanks sorry you just you just he just popped in for that that little presser there um he said if we bring a quarterback in in their early 30s he didn't say late 30s he said early 30s right what do you reckon because from that that's a big hit you know it's one of those things where this is how i look at the quarterback position right i think there's uh, daniel jeremiah and rich eisen i was watching this clip yesterday and i begin a couple comments on twitter about did you see what rich eisen and daniel jeremiah it's like yes i did see it i do know what he's talking about yes there is rumor in the hallways that rogers are going to the jets okay that's just a rumor though there's all kinds of rumors going around that cars coming to the jets there's rumors about rogers retiring there's rumors around car just stringing the jets along to get more money out of other guys we already know where jd and salah feel and we already know what johnson feels johnson wants rogers jd and salah want car they want them badly because here's the thing before the floor and salah did not want that Wilson. they wanted to keep sam darnold sam darnold jd was the only one that wanted zach wilson and johnson just wanted a fresh start i don't even think he really had much input because 
He's been away in the UK. So now But he did I, love the, the Wilson pick. And he, he did. He yeah. did, but 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 here's the thing though. When you when you've been away for a while and when your family steps in, it's they're gonna go along with the flow. Like they're not gonna make an opinion. They're just gonna go along because you've been away for so long. You can't have an opinion yet unless you see what you what you got. And I just think that's what happened. For me, if your GM is now all of a sudden on the same page with your coach, oh man, you gotta go with you gotta go with that. Of course, yeah. And, and, and I mean, Carr is a great dude. I mean, he's been through so much with the Raiders system wise. So many coaches, so many new stuff to do if he had something consistent he is a great quarterback it's one yeah. of those things where the consistency wasn't there i think gruden and that assistant coach when gruden got fired got the best out of car mm-hmm. totally. hand, hands down now going back to the press conference though i mean it's a big hint but i'm i'm the type of guy Gus, that I gotta see it before I believe it. There's always rumors going around. Even in press conferences, people will take things and like, oh, is this happening? Oh, is this good? And then they do something else. No one no one thought we were gonna get the Wayne Brown. Everyone was trying to get um, a guy from the Eagles, Peters. But we got the Wayne Brown. So it's, it's just, it, there's so much that could happen. What do you think about the press conference? Um, I, it wasn't is for me that that little clip because I, I, I was ooming and ahhing whether to play it because sometimes when you get these clips, these playing these little sound bites, it can be taken out of context. And I played this clip, and I thought if I play this clip and use this clip on this podcast, is it going to be taken out of context? I'll give yeah. you an example: the clip where Wilson, Zach Wilson, famously said no. That was taken out of context because that interview, he was on that podium for about 11 minutes. And you've got to remember, this was after the Patriots game where they got absolutely mullered by the Patriots and embarrassed by the Patriots. And Zach had the worst game probably of any NFL quarterback I've ever seen. The guy didn't want to be there and he wanted to get off that podium. And he said no, not because... That's what he meant. He what he said no because he'd already given an answer previous to saying that, and he just wanted to get off that podium and get out of there. So he gave a short answer, no, and then get off this podium, which is what happened. But everyone wanted to focus in on that particular on that soundbite, and it was completely out of context. So I didn't want to get playing that out of context. And I played I played that whole presser, which was eleven minutes. The clip I played played you was two minutes just under two minutes so i've took it out and it hasn't come out of context it is what it is it's the soundbite is what it is it was rich samini thank you rich samini for asking this question because i've been waiting for this question for what feels like weeks and weeks and weeks what are you going to do with zach wilson whoever comes in and i just thought it was interesting that salah said that the if we bring, we we need we are going to be bringing in. We all know a veteran quarterback, and if they are in their early thirties, who's in their early thirties? Car, Car's in his early thirties. So, I'm I'm still flip flopping on this one though because if we did end up bringing Car in, see this is the bit that gets me is 
and you've just touched on it, is Joe Douglas was the one that wanted Zach Wilson. Now, has Joe Douglas got an ego where he's not prepared to give up on Zach Wilson yet? So that is the reason why he wants to get Aaron Rodgers in, because he will be here for a year, possibly two years, and then hopefully in that time, Zach will have found himself. I mean, I I I was thinking the exact same thing because with Mims and Beckton, he's holding on to those guys and Ashton Davis and Shepard. Oh God, yeah, and Shepard and Brandon Man, Brandon Man. There's uh, ninety-seven. We need. I think ninety-seven. Um, Jesus, I've just forgotten his name. Shepard. He, he actually didn't play too badly towards the end of the year, and I think it was largely because of the fact. That, the players around him, the better players around him were elevating his game. But Mims can go. Ashton Davis can go. Thank you very much. Uh, I wish you all the best, but you're not contributing anything to this team. Uh, Mims, he had his opportunities last season and he yeah. didn't take them. No, you know? no, 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 I disagree. I think he's going to... I think whoever comes in at quarterback, I think he's going to pop. I really, I, I, really? His height... You can't argue with this height. He, we've had it real bad inconsistency. It's like it's like with the tight end position, Gus. We've talked mm. about that many times. The tight ends did not play well this year. What do you think? How, how, why, how do you think why our tight ends haven't been playing so well? We're not getting them the ball or O-line or quarterback play because these are good tight ends. Yeah. It's it's it you just never know. It's like Elijah Moore has been saying it's like Gary Wilson and frustrating on the sidelines, throwing his helmet more and Wilson. I, I, if men still wants to leave, that's up to him. I wish him the best, but I can honestly see him breaking out. If we get a consistent old line at quarterback, I really do. You know, the funny thing is all those, all those things that were saying, getting said and, and the frustration with Garrett Wilson when it was happening. And for like weeks afterwards, everyone was assuming it was because of Zach Wilson. And I'm sure there was an element that was Zach Wilson, but no, it was Mike LaFleur after all that. Right. It was, a lot of it was Mike LaFleur. So what's interesting as well, um, this guy that we've just got in, Todd Downing, it's going to be really interesting because he's taking over pretty much um, Greg Knapp's role. Uh, R.I.P. Greg. He's going to Todd Downing. So he's going to be the main voice now in the Jets quarterback room. What's interesting is he's worked with Matthew Stafford. He's worked with Derek Carr before and Ryan Tannenhill. And, this, and there's been so many comparisons with Matthew, Derek Carr and Matthew Stafford. There's been so many comparisons with what Matthew Stafford did, leaving the Lions and then going to the Rams, turning his career around. Just a whole different situation. And, you know, all of a sudden, Matthew Stafford's got a complete team around him. And man, he looked like the Matthew Stafford that we thought he was going to be. And the people are saying Derek Carr is the next Matthew Stafford. Give him that new situation. What a story. What a story. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? But I, I could see that as well. And yeah. now we've got Todd Downing in, who, as I say, he's worked with Derek Carr. He's worked with Matthew Stafford. He's worked with Ryan Tannenhill. All these quarterbacks, they've been well, good quarterbacks. But who else has he worked with, Gus? I don't, who else I has don't... he worked with? Derek Henry. Derrick Henry, there you go. Dude, dude, how amazing would that be? We have three great running backs. You can argue that Carter, you know, he was 
he wasn't there a lot. But honestly, the reason why Carter wasn't wasn't there a lot is because of the inconsistency on the O line. Uh, correct. Uh, yeah. Carter Carter is a great running back. He's a great second. He could even be your first sometimes. But the thing is, the reason why he did so good at North Carolina, because he had that one-two punch with Williams. Williams is with the Broncos. He's a running back there. If you give him that one-two punch, Carter will be Carter will bounce back. But Knight, you know is, just, but Knight, but Knight is too good, though. Knight is too good. He established himself because Brees is going to be the number one guy. If Brees can be that Derrick Henry, oh, my God, sign me up. Oh, my God. Sign you know me what, up. Though? We have got we have got an abundance of riches at running back all of a sudden because yeah. we've got Brees Hall. Do not forget James Robinson is still on Rob on is still on roster. And he looked good in that Bills game to that final drive yeah. drive we had against the Bills. He I he thought looked, was a free agent now. I thought he's free to talk to anybody else. Is he they've released him? Yeah. Well, I no no. I thought it was he was just here for a cup of coffee and he was Gone. No, he he signed for it was two years. It was a two year deal. I'm sure he's still on roster. If I'm he isn't, right, anyway. But we that aside, if James Robinson is not here, we've still got Carter, the unstoppable sex machine. We've got Ty Johnson, who looked really good. He, 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 I've, I've been the Ty. Did you quietly. just say? Been... Did you just say sex machine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm not just gonna look over that. I was wondering no. if Michael hilarious. Carter, he is a sex machine, and uh, they, well, there's a there's a band in the UK, and they're called Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. So it's like he's a Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. Yeah, I've, it's a little joke that I've always had in my head, and now it's out of my head. So it's out there now, people. <laughs> so anyway, Michael Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine. So anyway. Getting back to Ty Johnson, Ty, I've been quietly a Ty Johnson fan, and he was getting it done in spades last year, and that's really good to see. And then we cannot forget about Bam Knight. Wow, undrafted, undrafted. I know. So, God, doesn't get so, talked about enough. So I, undrafted I, free agents that um, Douglas keeps picking up. Right. Huff, another one. Right. Facts. He's got I get, some work to do. Huff needs to be signed. Quinnen oh. needs to be signed. Yes. And and you got to give JJ and Clemens more opportunities too. Um, okay, so James Robinson, according to Rich to me, this was at 10 24 to, uh, 2022, so a few months ago. James Robinson, a former undistricted free agent, is the final year of his rookie contract, which was with the Jaguars, now he's with the Jets. He will be a restricted free agent in 2023, so the Jets can retain their rights if they yeah. wanted to. If they wanted to, so it has to be so matched. It, it, exactly. So I don't know. I know we have signed Parks back. I know we sent a few other players back to get the to get their rights. But so what does that mean? Does that mean he's still on the roster then? Yeah, right? he's still on roster unless um, another team comes in and they'll give him a. Uh, they give him a, like a, an offer sheet and the Jets can either, if, if the J Jets choose to match it, then the Jets match it and he stays as a Jet or he, he, he gets to walk if bro, they don't match gotta, it. Bro, we gotta, we gotta trade him, man. Get some, get a draft pick or something or, or just, I don't know. That's crazy. But as, as it stands at the moment, our running back room is crowded. I mean, I mean, you got five of them. 
you, you got you got Knight, you got Hall, you got Carter, you got James Robinson, and you got um Tyler Johnson still. Yeah, yeah. How crazy is that, right? Now? I, I mean, like, and all of them. Do you know what it was? I, I was, God damn it. Lafleur used to come out with these five receiver sets, but he wasn't using receivers. He was using Ty Johnson as a receiver and on, on an empty tray. And it's like he can't play out of that. He can catch out of the backfield, but you can't use Ty Johnson as a wide receiver. He can't yeah. do it. He doesn't run routes like a wide receiver. And he was kept on using him over and over. And he was always on these third and shorts. It's like, run the goddamn ball. Why have you got right. You're committing to the pass. You've got no back in the back. Not even using motion. So like motioning like a running back into the backfield or coming out of the backfield and going out wide. No, we're just going to line up empty tray, which tells the defense you are going to pass. So they just focus on the pass. 100% flat out on the pass, which is why we hardly ever converted on. I forget what the the completion rate was, but it was something insane. I Oh, God, it used to drive me mad. Third and two. Oh, my God, we're trotting out empty tray again. Here it goes. Bang. Fourth down, bring on Braden Man. Yep, nice one. Shank that one for 32 yards. Congratulations. Right. Just pick up yeah. what they do with Braden Man. Just give me a veteran. Give me a veteran. Don't, don't um, waste the draft pick on it. I mean, we had um Ant on the other day, didn't we? And he was and he was saying, you know, he was kind of explaining what he thought the problem was with Braden Man. Yeah. I'm done with it. He's, I'm done with, with it. The, with Sorry. the greatest of respect. He's a yeah. flipping oh, punter, yeah. and you can pick up punters willy-nilly. Let's the training camp. Get six punters in. Get ten punters in. One of them's going to be able to punt a ball more than forty yards, and give it some hang time as well. Because Matt Mad's hang time was terrible. Eh, God, let's. But and we're keeping Zerline. I know he's not your favourite, but he's he's earned your respect. <laughs> he's earned my respect. I'm still not a fan of him. I keep getting called out for this, which is fine. I love the heat. Keep bringing it on because people keep telling me I set my emotions aside for what he's <laughs> done with the Jets. And you know what? They're right, but I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I. I something's gonna happen. Something's going to happen. You can argue with me all you want about Zerline, but something's going to happen. He might have a first good year here, but there's a trend with Zerline. He always has a good, like, one, two years, and then after that, shit. So, I'm just... I can see that. So, don't... Don't... Don't harp on all me yet, because just because (laughs) he had one good year doesn't mean he's going to have a good second year, okay? He just crapped out with the Cowboys. His last few years with the Rams were not that good. He had two good seasons, maybe three. But he's not your long-term solution. He's not. He's your short-term solution. And if he, like I said, I will eat this receipt all day long. If he's got a good two or three years, I'm giving it three. I'm going to give it three. If he's got a good three years, I will eat that receipt all day long. But my thoughts on Zerline will never change until that happens. <laughs> hey God, cause the airline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kerry doesn't know who I am. Actually, actually, scratch that. We have met a few times, but he's not gonna know who I am, man. Oh, I'm he's sure he does. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, oh my God, he knows. He, he, he knows my it? dad more. He knows my dad more than me. Oh, so, he does. 
we we used to work for the Rams, Gus. Ah, right. That's so right. he 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 knows my dad more than he knows me. He just knows me as a son. He doesn't know me by like my first name. And does he know that you have a voodoo doll of him? <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what? I mean, hey, why not? <laughs> well, there's another. Um, I know that there's another player that you have a voodoo doll of. And you know Ooh. where I'm going. Oh no, who? Thirty-three. Who's 33? Oh, shit. Dude, really? <laughs> 33. Oh! Dude, I mean, listen. The reports are out there. He's good. Cut he's the probably... juice loose. Listen, he's... <laughs> the reports are out there. This has been a rumor of the last two weeks that if the Seahawks cut him, they will save a li- $11 million in cap. And you know what? Good for the Seahawks. It just makes JD look awesome. But there has been a couple content creators. There's been a couple Jets people. There's been a couple people even in other areas of sports in the NFL and overall. That said, why not come back to the Jets? Why not go somewhere else in the NFC? And, you know, that tweet was because I don't want him back. He's burnt too many bridges. He first makes a side. Just just shut up. No! Stop! He's slow. He's slow, dude. There's so many better options out there, man. But there is. He's a downhill runner. He's a box safety. He's nothing more than a box safety. He is, effectively, he's a hybrid safety linebacker. And we run so much nickel in these hybrid sets. There's no way. There's no way he's. I would have him back. And I disagree with you 100%. I know, and I, I'm anyone listening to this, everyone's shouting at me and patting you on the back. <laughs> I mean, I'm bad cop on this one. I was, I'm putting my feelings aside. He is an absolute douchebag, and I'm pretty sure that 99% of Jets fans will probably feel the same way as you. But I'm putting yeah. putting my feelings aside. I still think that he is a good safety. And I think he could contribute, and we have. Got, a major major need at safety and I think he would I think he would slot in and be an absolute awesome teammate to the core that we've got in here now this core of players that we've got in here now they do not take any crap and if if he started any of that shit I think he'd know all about it and I don't think he when he was here he was on about getting dogs in well we're full of dogs now and yeah. They know what's right. We've got some really good leaders in this team, and a lot of them yeah. are young leaders as well, and they're winners. That's what he and, wants to do. And, and, and I think the thing about now is what Jamal Adams is there. Yeah, but we're still talking about this years later. But Jamal Adams, <laughs> like, Jamal Adams sells a lot of friends with the Jets. Now, good yeah. for him. He's he good, does. Good, good for him. But you ain't coming back, bro. You ain't well, coming back. I'm just putting it out there that if we are he comes, okay, you know what? I want you to clip this. I want you to clip this. If Jamal Adams comes back, I am going to have so many questions for this Jets ownership. I'm going to have so many questions. I want to know everything. Because I, I, I just want to understand. And that's what we all want to understand, right? But mm-hmm. I, I just want to understand, you, tr- you, you got your future for this man and Sam Darnold. But if you bring them back, which I don't see them doing, 
because Sam's a free agent too. So if they bring if they bring the, these guys back, I'm gonna be over here like, bro, what the hell am I looking at? I I I I I would think Twitter shut down. I think Elon Musk did something to Twitter. <laughs> but if Adam came back to the Jets, it Joe Douglas's trade will go down in NFL history as the oh, yeah. greatest trade ever. And that is gonna take some beating. <laughs> and we got him for cheap. And not only we got him for cheap, we did have the best draft last year. Like there's no doubt in my mind. This was the last year was the best draft in Jets history. One of them at least. Here but, I, I, I in want, my era though. In my era, I would say. I want to put this out here. Anyone listening to this and tag me and Gino, Italy Jet and Gus Toon. If anyone can come up with a draft realistic don't be bullshitting us yeah come out with a draft use the pff um mock draft simulator that would be that would top and you can do trades you can do whatever you like do trades right. use the pff simulator do a mock draft that is potentially better than our draft in 2022 we would love to see that. We would love to see that. And I'm like I'm, I'm saying stuff specifically now. Jets history, Jets era, my era in Jets. I'm 30 years old. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you know these guys are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. Hold you. I'm talking about. I'm 30. I'm talking about mine. I have never seen a Jets draft. I've been through shitty drafts with the Jets. So from what I remember. This is what I remember. Yeah, this is. I mean, I, I, I go back to 84, 85, and without a doubt, I mean, we have had some good drafts with, uh, like, when we start, got um, Abrams, that draft, that was an amazing draft, that was. But I think this draft, oh my God, it is just a slam dunk. It is the best draft yeah. ever. And it's not definitely nice be... one of them, at least top three. Oh, God. Oh, at least top doubt. three. I would think within the NFL, it's a top 10 draft within the NFL history. Yeah. Agreed. And Agreed. it's nice to be talking about something positive towards the back end of this podcast. Amen. And there's one Amen. last thing that we've got to talk about, my brother. No, no. No, no. It's not a returning player. Yeah, it is. It's pizza. It's pizza, man. <laughs> this dude. What are we talking about? This dude. <laughs> He, he put this picture on. It's like, which is the best pizza on here, right? I did um, not. I quoted a guy. Yeah. And one of them was the Chicago pizza, which is disgusting. Yeah. And it's got one place really? only. And that's the bin. Blech. Really? Blech. Disgusting. Okay. So I'm going to bring that tweet back up. I'm going to go back on my page. I'm on my computer right now. I'm going to bring back that page. New York this pizza. Got, this got so pizza. much. This got so much comments, by the way. Didn't so, it? Damian Sky, I follow this guy on, right. on, 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 on Twitter. He's uh, he's a good, he's a good, he's a, not a good friend of mine, but he's a friend of mine that I interact with on Twitter a lot. Thank you me. don't message, but he, he's got some great stuff out there. He's followed 36.7K followers. He follows 15.1K. And he's I quoted... He is. I quoted his tweet on March 1st. Which style pizza is the best? New York, Detroit, St. Louis, or Chicago? And I'm just going to be honest. There's a lot of people like, what's St. Louis style pizza? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, dude. What's St. Louis, yeah, style, what's pizza? Louis style pizza? <laughs> but you know what? And I will admit, there is not that great of like 
there's been some good pizza in St. Louis, but then the, but then there's been some really bad. So like it's a split. It's a 50-50. You got to find good pizza in St. Louis, and I know where to find good pizza. I'm not going to tell my source because I want it to be a secret because Jets <laughs> Chaos, Jets Chaos has been has been going up my butt about St. Louis pizza what? Hey, it's okay though. <laughs> we're good though. Me and Chaos, we're fine. It's no big deal. But it's he always says New York or Detroit all day long. Sorry, not chaos, just people. The the main one was New York, Detroit, and Chicago, and St. Louis were like, what? And this is why I said, I said, I'm born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. I love St. Louis and Chicago-style pizza. And yes, I do. I've tried both. I've tried the thin, and I've tried the thick. But I haven't tried New York. I haven't tried Detroit. Ah. But, it, but it, it's a goal to as well. So who's buying? I just say, who's buying? So St. Louis pizza, <laughs> is that like a thin crust? It's a thin crust. It's very thin. It's It comes off really crunchy. It comes um, off nice. nice, And it's a Provel cheese. Oh. So so it's, it's not my type of pizza because I like all the cheese. You know, I'm used to like the old Italian way. Yeah. But, but it's it's really i think it's really good but you well, gotta find here's the thing though you gotta find it though do you know what it looks like because after I, I saw that tweet i went and i googled st yeah. louis and i was looking at it, i was thinking do you know what that reminds me of because back in the day when i had two knees that actually worked i used to do a lot of skiing and i skied a lot in italy and um in the pyrenees yeah, and a lot yeah. of the pizzerias in um italy original italian pizza it looks like that it looks like st louis yeah pizza so i think it's, i've i've had something very very similar to it and yeah it's good yeah. it's really good so it, and that's the thing about st louis is like there was a guy who went to pizza all the time my family and me we used to go all the time he was on the hill and he died and he passed away a few years ago and they shut down his shop now i gotta go find it again gus <laughs> Oh my god! I gotta go find because I've been going to this guy. He's a family friend of my cousin's, he, and now I gotta go find it again. So you need, and you need to post pictures. <laughs> I need to post something because it's depressing. Because I can't just keep defending St. Louis so many times when it comes to pizza. <laughs> I'll tell you what's really depressing. I've got a sign on my wall, and it says MetLife Stadium, three thousand three hundred twenty-five miles away. That's yeah. from where I live. It's three, over 3,000 right. miles. So, right. and MetLife is in New Jersey. So, we're probably looking at 3,300 yeah. miles to the nearest decent pizzeria. Right. That's and like, and it, and, um, <laughs> You know how people have Little Italy? You know, Little Italy, the hill and everything. That's yeah. what that's what it is St. Louis. There's the hill. I'll tell but, you what. Um, you haven't had New York pizza. This is... My exactly, I haven't had it, so I can't really judge I'll Detroit. Tell you what it's like because I think I've had the Missouri, I've had the St. Louis one. I think okay. I've had okay. what it's not called St. Louis because it's in Italy, but I've had right. something very right. similar right. to it. But the Italian, but the pizza you get in New York, you pick up a slice and it's dripping. If it's like pepperoni, it's dripping. It's got all the juice from the cheese and the pepperoni. It's dripping. Mm, oh my! So good. Oh jeez! Oh, oh no, it is good. It's really, really good. You pick. It's like you can go into like any little corner shop that's selling this stuff and just buy a slice of it, and it's just heaven. It's I can't I can't explain it. 
it's just they know how to make pizza. And then, uh, you know, you go to Jacksonville or Miami, you have a pizza, mm. and she's like, yeah. Right, right. Now, I don't know what you've just done there, but I'm not eating that. That's not, <laughs> not good. <laughs> you in. know, when I think of pizza. Bring me another beer. <laughs> right. And, you know, I'll, I'll you'll be drinking me under the table, Gus. Uh, oh, I wouldn't put a bank on that. Oh, okay. But, you know, it reminds me of the song. Just reminds me of a song when I think when I think of pizza. Almost heaven, West Virginia, <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountain, by the river. That's what I think about pizza. Take me home. <laughs> Down my oh. Italy road. <laughs> yeah. We got no John Denver now. Oh, I love it, man. such a great song. I love it. it when he's, I was, I, you know, I don't know if I don't know if anyone knows. I was, I went to the home opener last year. And they sang that song, um, and I, I literally, I don't know why. It's one of those songs that puts me in a feel stage. Like, I got the feels. I got feels for everything. And it, it was it was great. In that moment, I, I love when they do that. And then and then they got Fireman Ed and Jetman and the other one involved in it. I'm like, all right, well, the moment's ruined now. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to them. I love them. I love what they've done for the, for the Jets. Fireman Ed's and, tracking and, you down. He's like, hey, shoot. <laughs> nah, it's cool. No, no, I, I, I love what they do for the Jets. I love everything of what they've done for the Jets. It, yeah, me too. All the, you know, the crowd chanting, everything. But don't interrupt a good song. Don't uh, interrupt a good song. I, I want to, yeah, I, I, I want to add people that, these kind of fans and the, these fan bases that do all this solid work for our yeah. fan base. Yes, I want to yes. give a shout out to Gotham City crew as well, because they are massive. Yes in that as well and and then you've got there's people in the um tailgates that do cookouts and things for people you know just rock up and bring yourself and it's an amazing community that we've got in these games in these tailgates and it's if if, you, if anyone listens to this you've not been to a tailgate at metlife or any other of these stadiums do it it's probably the better part of the game because at that point yeah. both sets of fans haven't lost and there's a lot of toing and throwing but it's all good fun and uh Oh. There's yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. It's getting bigger for everybody each year, and I still and, need um, to get better at cornhole. <laughs> oh, there you go. Come on, my team. I, we'll win. Um, but um, but um, <laughs> no. It, it the amount of tailgating because I, you know, like I said, I went. I've grown up with crappy tailgates. Okay, in Rams in St. Louis, it was awful. The Blues, you go in and you come out, and that's it. And and then with other people, I, I'm actually curious to see what St. Louis City has. St. Louis City has been doing a very good job with their uh, with their coordinator reps on putting good a good experience. Their first home opener is tonight ever in the history of MLS. So that's going to be. I'm intrigued to see what they do. But um, for me, I. I've been to crappy tailgates my whole life. And then I went to the Bengals of Kansas City. And I'm over here like, wow, there's multiple, multiple, um, not garages. What is it? Um, parking lots. Like, I I, can't, I I get getting so confused with the parking lots. And then on top of that, Gus, mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm, in New, I'm in New Jersey, you know, where they play. And I'm getting confused all over again. They're like, oh, no, lock B, lock F. 11 we're at the end i'm like what the hell is f11 <laughs> f111 is a fighter jet right <laughs> right 
dude but i'm like i'm over here like there's so many tailgates there's so many um there's so many big tailgates like there's a lot of people that are known for their big tailgates so in the jets community and you know what hats off to you man i love what you guys are doing continue to do it you guys have done a great job i love we are some of the best fan base in 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 the world we could be we could be shitty and toxic at times but we got you back no matter what we will go to war for you whoever is out there we will go to war for you even if you're the crappiest player on the team we're still going to support and i'm hoping that because the quarterback debate is once again i think it's been generally good natured but we've got the rogers fan base we've got the car fan base and whoever is at qb1 at the beginning of the season it unifies i mean i I personally i wouldn't mind car getting in but if rogers does get in great let's go and do it let's get to work whoever's under center everyone needs to get behind them and and as you've just said this fan base when we're all pulling in the same direction we are unstoppable as a fan base right twitter can uh, can attend to that (laughs) amen to that amen to that man Anyway, brother, we're going to wrap this up. And let's yes, hope this time next week, we are talking whoever, because I think Derek Carr is in the Claire, So we'll find out this time next week who we are getting or we're not going to be getting. One of the two. Amen. Guys, this has been the MYJ Atlantic Flight Podcast. We are six, Gus is six hours ahead of me. I am here in Central Time in the United States. We always make this work every Saturday or Sunday morning once a week. We'll be back next week for another episode to talk more about the draft, to talk more about free agency, the quarterback position, and to see what's going to happen with not only the tag, but also the tampering period. I'm Italy Jet. And I'm Gus too. Here we go. You guys have a great weekend. J-E-T-S. Jets, 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 Jets. Jets. All gas, no brake.